welcome to the Find Your Start show. This is where we throw out the rule book of the things that experts say you should do in order to help you find the way that works for you so that you can start living out your dreams, your projects, your dream business, everything. Just make it and find the way that works for you. I do so by telling you a lot about my life, which works for me and hopefully it works for you. Now, this is episode four and I have titled today's episode, how to move forward after heartbreak. Pause for reaction, yes. We're gonna talk about heartbreak because believe it or not, we experience it a lot more than we think. Now, I'm gonna give you three points that I think help us move forward. But first, obviously, I gotta tell you my story because that's where it all begins. And I thought about this episode, I've been thinking about this episode for like two months, which by the way, should be said if you're watching this in youtube or on video podcast you're going to notice a stark difference and that's because it's actually been almost three months since we um since i we like it's a whole team since i um recorded episode three which is okay to be needy and i had to take that break because mom was here my mom had uh come by she had some health stuff that i was helping her with and it really took 95% of my life for two months and I'm glad we got it done and I'm glad it's over but a lot happened between not then and now and between then and now I've had a major major change in my hair if you can see it it is dyed it is redder than ever <laughs> I've actually had it this red just this particular red all around now these are just highlights um, if you're watching on video, if you're not, it's an audio, I'm sorry. Just go back to my Instagram and you'll see it. Um, but yes, I chopped up my hair, I changed colors, and it has a lot to do with what I'm about to share with you. But I think it goes to show that you gotta do what works for you, and I needed a change of look. I needed to feel something different when I looked in the mirror. And I did not like what I was seeing, to be very honest with you. I just felt like I've had a lot of struggle with my hair for, I want to say six years since I chopped it off the first time. Actually, I will say it drastically changed when I went from this red to um, purple because we had to go through a lot of chemical processes. And I just don't think it ever kind of came back like it used to be. Now, mind you, I know that between then and now, I've literally had a change of hair. Which, by the way, if you hear background noise, Samba is having dinner right now. So happy. So absolutely happy right now. Um, but um, it just hasn't been the same. And so part of what happened was in the middle of these episodes, and I'll tell you which one, um, I just wasn't feeling good about myself and I felt like I needed the change. And if you need it, hey, if you need to change wardrobes, do what you're going to do. We're going to talk about it. Let's get into it. Now, the inspiration for the episode was literally because I experienced three heartbreaks and then at the time that I was going to originally record this episode I experienced a fourth one let's get through it first the most significant one was there's somebody that I've had feelings for for quite some time and if you personally know me and you hear this you probably be like I can't believe this is still going on she's still like it is what it is I am a human being let me be, no, I'm kidding. Um, I know you love me and you want the best for me, and I so do I. Um, and so I was really into this person. I'm really into, I don't know, past, present, future, we're not sure. 
Anyways, um, word got to me that they might be possibly dating somebody or something of the likes. And I kid you not, that was my greatest fear at the moment. And so I had like a full anxiety attack because it was possible that I would see them at a certain event and something and I was like, what am I gonna do? And then I just had this thought of like, you know what? Might as well face the music now and decide how I'm gonna feel and what I'm gonna do moving forward. Now, today, today, this is this is an opportunity. And plus, I'm not gonna, I'm like, I'm tired of no longer, of not living or avoiding situations because of some discomfort. And I think that that's, when you're neurodivergent and you're either ADHD or dyslexic or OCD or autistic, like, it's very easy for us to learn to avoid situations. We, I think a lot of us grow into general social anxiety I'm talking about neurodivergence so if you were born if you feel you were born with it and that's the diagnosis and then I respect that I'm not diagnosing you over experts I'm just saying from experience and conversations I think a lot of us learn to develop it because we learn to become uncomfortable in, in like in social um, interactions and situations because of our own masking and our own Kind of inability to or or the feeling that we are unable to interact like others i get very antsy i get very hyper i get annoying i feel I'm annoying because i'm just over the top and i can't deal with myself like it can just happen right but i just figured i gotta be a woman a grown woman and just deal with the situation i have to say i was very proud of myself for the way that i acted and i the way that i handled the situation but then afterwards, like now in hindsight, my friends and I went to dinner. I, I, I saw them. I don't know what they are. I don't know what they were, but I saw them together. Like the person that I was told and the person that I'm into that they could possibly be together. I saw them together. I survived. I'm here. I'm better. It, it happened. We, we are good. Uh, but I went out with my friends. We had dinner and I just, it just felt like a new beginning. And I was really, really excited um, because you know it's so easy to feel the defeat now I have to be honest I had dinner we went dancing I was super excited I get home I run to bed the next day I wake up and I'm crying and I'm sad I had trouble eating that day like I literally had like what was it the heartbreak diet <laughs> it was like I already didn't have an appetite went to church had a whole moment moved on Monday I was like change the look like you know I needed to change my look I needed to feel better because I already had a whole thing about my hair and how I was growing and I was feeling dull and I'm like, the last thing I need right now is to look at myself in the mirror and look at all the things that could be better. We're gonna change this right now because we just don't have time. It's like, no, ain't nobody got time for that. Um, so I did, I love it. I have to be honest with you, I feel more myself than I have in a really long time. Um, somebody asked me the other day like are you really like are you gonna keep your hair short and the reality is is if I could have my way my hair would be long it would probably be blonde and it would look very different but my hair is not growing with the volume that I would like 
and I'm not gonna have three strings of hair, like three stringy curls there just to make me feel worse, just to suffice my need to have it long. At the end of the day, I care about feeling good and it's not in a destructive way. Like I could be here and tell you like, go do what makes you feel great. Well, let's be honest. There are a lot of things that will make us, will make us feel great that are destructive. So I'm not saying go that route, but for me, it was just a moment where I needed to feel great about myself. And here's the thing that, that made this so significant. A week before that experience, a friend of mine had had a birthday and I didn't get invited. So this was really the third episode of heartbreak that I was feeling. And so the first one was my friend didn't invite me to her birthday. And I was like, well, I feel some sort of way. I feel some kind of way. Like I wanted to be there and celebrate you. And I didn't get a chance. Day after, Samba's running around doing, doing her rounds of making sure that I paid attention to her. Um, then I... The next day, I find out that a company who had said they no longer had openings ended up hiring somebody that I know. And we're both very capable of doing the same job. And I know that she got hired after I was told that there were no openings. And so it was two situations where I remember going to God and being like, I feel overlooked. And the response was, well, how are you overlooking yourself? You're expecting people to see something in you and to see you in a certain light and to open up their doors to you and to, you know, consider you in a certain way, but how are you not doing that for yourself? And that was very telling. So by the time the third time that it happened, like now that it was with this guy in this event and it had happened, I remember the thing that had me sad the day after was, why can't it be me? Like, why can't it be me? Why won't he choose me? What is it about me that disqualifies me from an opportunity with him? And I think the overarching theme for those situations is, and this is where I want to get into is, the first point is be very, very honest about your heartbreak. Because, and this is like, we're not talking about just, oh, you know, I really do feel heartbroken. No, no, no. I'm talking about radical honesty about your heartbreak. The reality is that all three situations were signaling to one specific thing, which is you're overlooking yourself now. You're waiting for somebody else to validate who you are, how valuable you are as a friend, how valuable you are as a professional, how valuable you are as a potential partner. And nobody can do that unless you give them the power to do that. See, the most important thing about especially episode three, which is where I feel most of us fall, which is romantic heartbreak, is we're waiting for someone else to tell us what our worth is based on their choosing us. But my value doesn't change because I'm not their partner or because they're not my partner. Being in a relationship doesn't make me more valuable. Doesn't mean that I'm more loved. Doesn't mean that I'm more appreciated. He's where he is in life and I am where I am in life. There are a lot of things that have changed in me in the last year. There are a lot of things that I just, I recognize I'm not the same person. I am not the same person. I have to move differently now, but that means that not everybody's gonna value that because not everybody's just ready to value you for who you are and what you bring to the table. But you're always gonna feel 
less than and wanting if you're waiting for someone else to tell you what you're worth look at yourself in the mirror and recognize what your worth is that's what this hair was about it was like i know that there's something greater in me i know that i have a lot to give i know that i that i am loving and and compassionate and i'm a great friend not a good friend i'm a great friend so if something in me is not showing that is not reflecting that then it's on me to do it it's on me to validate it it's on me to appreciate it and then i can reflect it back into the world the reality is, is that most of us don't like radical honesty and are not radically honest with ourselves because it requires us to be responsible for our feelings and our expectations and our desires and the ways in which like that response was how are we overlooking ourselves and our ability to not overlook ourselves, but to look at ourselves in the mirror and be like, I love this person no matter what anybody else says. I'm a great professional. I am a great human being. And if I'm not, let me also be radically honest about all the ways that I have to then get better. How do I improve myself? How do I make myself a better friend? It is said that if you want to make friends, or if you want to have friends, go out there and be a friend. But sometimes we need to start with being a friend with ourselves. Because there are things that we say to ourselves that we would never tell our best friend. Ever. And if we heard them talking to themselves the way we talk to ourselves, we would stop them in a heartbeat like, yo, that's not the way to talk to ourselves. But why is it that we can do that with our best friends, but we can't do that with us? Why is it that we're expecting a company to validate ourselves, like validate us as a professional? The reality is, is that this company is full of egos, is full of hypocrisy, there's gossip going on in, like in and out. Why on earth would I wanna enter a, com a company like that? Well, you know, I did, but I recognize now I'm better off. So good luck to them, that's great. I'm here. I don't have to wait for them to validate me as a communicator. I get to speak to you directly. And that's the beauty of the day that we live in today. And the idea of him choosing me, to be honest, it's it's gonna take a special person to see who I am and I'm okay with that. And if it's not them, it's not them. So what? That doesn't make me any less. Now, like I said, there were three episodes, right? but that there was a fourth episode. And we're in point one of heartbreak, like four different situations where I experienced heartbreak. That brought me to this episode, to make this episode. And we're in point one, which is be honest, radically honest about your heartbreak. Because here's the thing. A lot of times we break our own heart, not because we develop feelings or attachments, but because we develop expectations. See, a lot of times, especially with the guy-girl situation, did we really like them? Or did we just spend and invest time in somebody we knew we weren't supposed to, but we already had spent three, four, five, six months, a year, and so we expect something to happen so that we feel less bad about the time wasted on them? It's a possibility. It's a possibility. A lot of us spend a little bit of time on someone just checking up on my girl ha. we spend a little time on someone 
and we expect something in return we expect something to happen we expect things to go a certain way let me speak to the committed and to the married people sometimes you think you're gonna get married and you're gonna have the child and this is gonna happen you're gonna buy the house and you build these expectations because they've been put on you by generations and cultures and family and jobs and then we get frustrated in our relationships and in our marriages because things aren't going as well as opposed to just enjoying the relationship you've chosen to be in and realizing that you have the power to put your life in order and on the journey that you would like you i'm sorry to say this and this might be a god thing hopefully it is because i'm not trying to be nobody's business but you don't know anybody's children and the reality is i don't own my parents children like i don't need to have children for them i don't need to get married for them i don't need to have a job for them but a lot of times they build those expectations they put them on us and we have to carry that luggage and we have to carry that baggage and we're frustrated and heartbroken because we're holding on to the expectations that others have put on us let me be very honest with you my fourth situation was actually with my mom and it was something that she did that i other some people a lot of people are going to think that it's something mild that it shouldn't matter but I am my own person and it matters to me and what she did is something that she knows very well will break my heart because it's something that I just don't enjoy she is committed to not letting me record this episode and I am committed to recording it so I am sorry for the background noise if you hear it if you don't yes it's just me talking crap but I'm heartbroken about the mom situation and it's one too many for me and it single-handedly was the straw that broke the camel's back and it is the thing right now she's been gone for a week and a half it is the thing that will that i guess i needed to make the changes in the relationship that were necessary but for a very long time up until a week and a half ago i would completely lose myself for my mom and i have to be an adult and say that a part of it was definitely just innately how the relationship developed over years but at some point I became an adult and I was aware and I just didn't know how to handle the changes that I needed to make and I didn't have the strength or the knowledge or the boldness or the courage to just make those changes because she's not gonna be a given person this is somebody that I've had many conversations with about the you know having boundaries and things like that and she just she just has no concept of them she just doesn't know how to respond to them so all that to say that what one of the things that has broken my heart is the expectation of who my mom was to me and in my life and one of the shifts that I'm having to make is my mom is never going to like my mom physically real mom is never going to be the mom that I have expected in my head of what I think a mother should be that's not who she's gonna be and so as long as I continue to hold her to that expectation, I'm always going to be heartbroken. It's not over feelings, it's over expectations. Because I'm expecting her to be somebody she's unable to be. And a lot of us are carrying around heartbreak because of the expectations that we've built. It's not because of the feelings that we've developed over someone. It's not because, it's because of the expectations we have over our job or a boss or a friend or a colleague or ourselves like what is the standard you're holding yourself to because sometimes it's just completely unrealistic and we have no grace 
and no mercy and no compassion a little. She transforms guys. If you don't know who I'm talking about, sound about my dog, my shit too. You gotta go on Instagram. She's a superstar. It's all there. Um, and the links are gonna be down below. So, um, or in the descriptions, I should say. But I think it's important to hold on to that part is be radically honest with why your heart is broken. And a lot of times it's not gonna be feelings. A lot of times it's gonna be expectations. Now, on the flip side of that, the reason why I started with be radically honest about your heartbreak is because, and this is for my Christian people, my people of faith, I love y'all, but sometimes we say, oh, you know, rejection is God's redirection. And by the way, I believe that 100%. I believe that all these experiences and the things that I've gone through, especially with this guy, have been a great lesson on shifting my perspective and shifting my mindset and learning how to value myself and and seeing God as my refuge and, and just I, I could go on about everything that I've learned in this last year which is kind of where the situation has landed um, but just because rejection is God's redirection doesn't mean that we're going to bypass our feelings if you're heartbroken you need to acknowledge that you're heartbroken you need to acknowledge the disappointment you need to acknowledge the pain you need to acknowledge the hurt because that's a lot of times what happens we don't acknowledge it for ourselves but we want everyone else around us to acknowledge it for us hey are you okay like you don't need to ask anybody like you don't need anybody else to ask you if you're okay can you ask yourself am i okay and if i'm not okay then what am i feeling if what i'm feeling is heartbreak then how can i love myself in this moment so that i gain the strength to like i'm asking how to move forward with heartbreak a lot of it is starts with you and how you handle your emotions a lot of us have, were not taught how to handle emotions but we have to be willing to be adults who crawl in things we did not know before physically we crawled at eight months but there's some of us who are emotionally crawling at 40 who are emotion emotionally crawling at 35 you know there's this concept of reparenting like yes you can be crawling in the way you communicate you can be crawling in the way that you set boundaries. You can be crawling in the way that you hold yourself together, the way that you speak to yourself. And it is okay, but it starts with radical honesty. Like, can you really break open your heart and say, this is what's really there? What's in my mind? What do I believe about myself? What do I think these situations say about myself? Like I said, I ask myself, why can I be me? You know why I cannot? Because I don't want to be in a relationship where I'm so insecure that my entire identity is based on my title, the title that he's given me, him or whoever, whichever the guy is, right? I don't want a guy to give me a title so that I feel more worthy. I want to be so secure and so um, rooted in my identity in Christ that regardless of the title, I know who I am in him. And if a guy does not care to give me a title in his life and does not care to commit to me, and that's on him. Because that, that's the other thing. Oh, you give me a title, I'm your girlfriend, but then are you committed to me? A lot of guys are not. A lot of guys just give the title for giving the title. And then there's a lot of other ones who I don't want to give a title because it's too much commitment. As if the only... It, it's funny because I had a conversation with someone once and they said, you know, I and this is a lot of what... I've heard guys say before like I just I'm not ready to commit because I'm not ready to like you know it's gonna take up a lot of my time you know and the guy has to pay for everything this is Latino culture and let me not get into that and it's what and, and my response was well 
you know, have you thought about like what they're going to give back to you? Like not just what you're going to give, but what you're going to get in the relationship. But now I'm like, okay, they're going to ask you for time, but what else you got to give? Because if all you got to give is time and you don't have to give anything else and you don't have to, she's about to get a feeling and you don't have to, you know, just if that's it, if that's all that there is, then why be in a relationship with you? If that's all you give is time and all you do is spend it like wasting it in the relationship and you're not giving commitment, you're not giving honesty, you're not giving support, you're not giving wisdom, like are you elevating me? Are you valuing me? Like why would I be in a relationship with you? But these are questions that I've been able to ask now that I'm being honest with myself and so then where I'm just harping on the heartbreak that's it that's all there is there's nothing else so the first thing is being radically honest with yourself i am heartbroken i am not feeling great i am disappointed i am hurt i'm this i'm that where is it coming from and then um or where i said where is it coming from is it expectations is it feelings is it trust what is it and then the point number two second point is define it it's it's, it's who has broken your heart a lot of times it's gonna be you you know when where why how like get all the details get get just not just be honest with yourself but get specific with yourself about what it is what is the land what is the soil I need to tend to is it my heart is it my career right because we're talking about not just radical honesty but radical responsibility what am I going to do with this heartbreak? How am I going to tend to it? If it's a company, and, and mind you, a company can break your heart. If you have your dream job or your dream company that you wanted to work on and they pass you for someone else, that can be heartbreaking. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to are you gonna look for another opportunity? Are you gonna stay connected? How are you gonna reply to that email of rejection? You know, how are you gonna reply to that recruiter? Are you going to look for other opportunities? Are you gonna get back out there? Are you gonna go buy a tub of ice cream? You know, if it's a friend, are you gonna reach out to them and be like, hey, I think something's up, like, can we talk? By the way, I did reach out to them, to the friend, we're gonna talk, it's all good. Um, but what are you gonna do? What are you gonna do about it? But first you have to define it. First you have to define it. Without defining it, there's no action because then it's just a bunch of confusion. You don't know what the heck you're doing. And then it just gets messier and messier and messier and messier. So point number two is to define it. Who, what, when, where, why, how? I love those questions because they give us so many answers and such great answers. Then point number three, is start taking action as you're heartbroken so it's more like walk as you heal walk as you heal it's really important um and with that comes the decision of what you're going to do with your heartbreak right so decide what you're going to do with your heartbreak and, and just walk with your healing it's never going to feel like you're completely healed i think when it comes to relationships, there's a specific moment where you might still feel away about the past, but you have peace about the present and the future. 
and that you gotta be very careful with because you don't want to enter another relationship and making somebody else new pay for the mistakes of whoever was in the past that's a very tricky situation be very careful with that but when it comes to friendship still be open to and willing to get to know people you might recognize that you made some mistakes in your last friendship and now you're gonna come in and and make different decisions in this one um, when it comes to work you might feel a little apprehensive about getting excited so learn to manage expectations and, and I think in all relationships learn to manage expectations as you feel and as you move forward um, with work look for other jobs look for other people find new ways to get excited about the workforce and your career per se I think for me one of the ways that I've helped with dealt with my heartbreak professionally is creating my own content because I get to talk to you guys I don't need to have a mediator I'm gonna reach thousands and millions but it's gonna reach whoever it needs to and I am secure in that I am so excited for that but creating content is a way that helps me deal with my heartbreak with with my profession meaning that I'm a journalist and it's not so much that I'm heartbroken I think I'm just there's too many ideas in my head right now to be honest but I think one of the ways that it works for me is I create content and the more I create content the more the closer I feel to my career and the more fulfilled I feel because I know it's reaching people and I know people enjoy my content and they connect with it and that's the most important thing for me I love connecting with people it's so important to my soul that creating content is a way that makes me feel fulfilled in my career and in my professional life and also in my personal life and my creative life because creatives have a creative life like it's a whole thing but find a way that works for you when it when it works or when it is about the romantic side I would say just take a chance I don't think any of us will ever feel ready um, if I'm honest and if I'm radically honest there's a part of me that's afraid it's a part of me that's afraid with him and there's a part of me that's afraid in general I've recognized and I've realized through this last year that I am deadly afraid of being vulnerable sometimes especially in that area because you can hurt me you know a guy could hurt me and it's been a really long time and I think that the next relationship that I'm in is gonna be radically different and radically grown up um, but it, it, it just it makes it worth it I think that sometimes we got to understand that everything that's worthwhile in life is gonna require some risk and if you wait to be fully healed to do anything right to, to enter any kind of relationship to talk again with your family to reach out to that friend to make new friends to get into that new relationship to even just date and get to know another guy like I could take that uh, like that attitude of like you know what I'm just not gonna meet anybody and whoever it is for me they gotta come find me I think that that's a lost opportunity that would be a lost opportunity for me I think that that would be a lost opportunity for you there's beauty in getting to know new people there's beauty in giving yourself a shot and being like I believe in myself believe in yourself believe in that you can make good decisions believe in that the mistakes that you've made are just part of humanity and you can move forward but i think find your start is find your start in everything and stop waiting for perfection and stop waiting for full healing and stop waiting for stop waiting 
stop waiting. I, I, I think I'm just radically awakened to the fact that life is one alone and that it's passing us by every single second and your heart is worth the love that you give others. It just requires a different mindset. You can give love out, but it's gotta be from a place of security, not, and I'm saying this for myself, and I'm saying this as someone that like, has really, really struggled with this, and has, and realizing how much I was love bombing people, and pouring out on people for, in the hope, in the desire, in the, like, an anguish to be loved. Not realizing this entire time, I had me all along. I had me. I could love me. I could appreciate me. I could validate me. And when that started to happen, like now that it's starting to happen, that I am doing all of this to me and for me, my relationships are radically different and so much better and so much more enriching. And 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 you lose the need to control. Hey, why do you walk this way? Why do you walk that way? Like as if everything affected me and offended me because it did. Now be you be completely yourself that's how I feel about my friends because because I am doing that for me and doing that collectively validates us in a way that nothing else ever could and helps us love each other in a way that is so much more enriching you are worth having the experiences you're looking for. You're worth the friendships you're looking for. You're worth the great career and profession or great business if that's what you're looking for. Clients can break our hearts, you know? Ventures can break our hearts. Not getting that client or having a client that's terrible, both things can break our heart. You deserve the business, the project, the the channel, the podcast of your dreams, but, but it doesn't come from anything else happening externally. It comes from your own validation that you are worth having that and it comes from your work ethic it comes from your hard work and you're showing up every day even with your broken heart you had a terrible episode last time you thought it was gonna i'm i'm thinking about it this episode i'm so passionate about this watch it bomb watch it bomb watch it bomb what am i gonna do not show up for episode five not record it not keep going why this is part of the beauty we show up, we give it our best, if it doesn't work out, we analyze it, we learn the lessons, then we do better next time. And I guess that's what I'm trying to give you here. Do better next time. But in order to do better next time, you have to take that time to analyze what went wrong in the first place. You need to be radically honest and radically responsible of, about the ways that you inflicted that pain on yourself by having the wrong expectations or by developing feelings in a way that you shouldn't or looking at things differently than you should have then you gotta define it you gotta know where it comes from you gotta know who it comes from and what it actually was that broke your heart and then you gotta make a radical decision to move forward nobody's gonna do that for you nobody's gonna knock on your door and be like hey um maybe you want to go out or maybe they will. But if you're going to be one of those wallowing all the time, like I have been, I'm sorry for everybody that's been in this journey with me. I'm so grateful for you. You have no idea. 
there was a there was a an Instagram post I saw yesterday which is like I it was kind of like this idea of like I know who was there for me and I'm like I'm he, I'm ready to feed everybody that was there for me before and I'm like I per, probably butchering it so bad but I'm like I'm there I'm so ready to like fuel you and feed you with all my love and so much more because I know who was there for me when I needed that hand um, and I would say like maybe that's a bonus point for sure get around community but get around guys I'm sorry the disaster behind me this girl just went ham this is my heartbreak my shih tzu is my heartbreak anyways um, I would say that I I would not be standing here I would not be sitting here because I'm sitting I would not be recording this episode and feeling as great as I feel and moving forward and excited for the future if it wasn't for the community that I have they have been my rock God has placed the most beautiful people around me you know who you are I hope that you do and if you don't come around and ask because I will tell you and I will hug you and kiss you and tell you how amazing you are because you are I would not be around if it wasn't for them getting over heartbreak or moving forward after heartbreak doesn't happen alone and it doesn't happen in a vacuum or in a silo you need people around you who are willing to walk the path with you but you need to understand that you're worth it one and two you need to understand that you gotta open up your mouth people don't know that you need them but people can be there if you do they just need to know and you need to hear it from you and so if you're willing to speak up you're willing to say hey i'm hurt and i'm and i need some help and can you walk this season with me and have the grace to understand when people can and have the grace to understand that people will be there however they can and it will always look like you need it that's why it's community it's not just one friend you claim to and become codependent to it is a community but they can be there for you and they will be there for you and they want to if you know how to choose your friends right and if you don't you're going to learn in the process and some things some things are worth you walking alone with God. If you don't believe in God, you might hate me for this, but I hope that you don't hate me for it. But it's the truth. He alone is the healer of our hearts, and sometimes there's just things that we're going to need to understand. Um, something happened to me recently. That was great. It was a great experience. It was like such a like God thing, and I was so excited, I was so happy somebody helped me with something that I needed so bad and it's just gonna help be part of another project and it was just great I was just so excited and I remember because they had to come over to my house and do what I needed to do and then they left and I wanted to call somebody so bad I was like who do I tell because I'm just so happy I cannot believe this happened my mind was erratic I was like just jumping for joy and then this thought comes and it's like, stop offering people what they're not demanding. That was such a like, wow. How many times do we offer our love 
and that's expectations. Our relationship, our commitment, our flowers, our mercy, our grace, our words, our encouragement. How many times do we offer something that people are not demanding or asking for? And a lot of times they're not even ready to receive. And I remember I posted that on Instagram and everybody went like ham on it, but it was like, everybody went crazy. But it's true. That was my moment. I was happy. Nobody was asking me about it. Nobody knew that it was happening, really. Like nobody knew that somebody was coming over and that I needed that help and that somebody was gonna come and help me. They didn't know. So why would I go and call my friends and tell them, oh my God, this happened. Like nobody knew, nobody cared. Some things are just for you to enjoy and to experience and to go through in your journey. And it's gonna enrich your relationships, but recognize, and I'm saying this for me, I'm saying this because it's a new lesson, I'm learning it, I'm recognizing the ways that I made a mistake, maybe trusted things to friends that I didn't need to trust them with, and things like that. So just trust yourself and recognize that this is a process. And this is a moment. But I will also say that if you're feeling needy and if you're needing, feeling like you need the help, it's okay. And if you haven't heard the episode, this is the time where I invite you to listen to episode three where I talk about it's okay to be needy. I am mentally in a very different place. I'm emotionally in a very different place, but both things go together. It's okay to be needy. And it's also okay to recognize that sometimes you're gonna walk through things alone. But the most important thing is that it doesn't matter where heartbreak came from, that you recognize that there are ways for you to move forward from it. And I'm being extremely practical. I'm not even talking about prayer or spending time with God or going to church. Like I'm just speaking practical things that you can do at home with yourself, with a journal, I don't care if you need a bottle of wine. I don't care if you need music, like, you know, heartbreak music. I, I'm not even going there. I'm just giving you very practical things because sometimes we get so ethereal with what we need and we get so, like, this is just A, B, C, one, two, three. And the fourth one was community, right? So I hope that this helped you. And now that you've gone through this episode, you can go through episode three. It's okay to be needy. I will be seeing you next time. I'm so excited for episode five and what we have here. But until then, I'm in the DMs, Melimo Vargas. Go ahead and check me out on Instagram. I'll be in the DMs. I'll be in the comments. I cannot wait to hear from you. Comments here on YouTube, comments on our podcast, on every single platform. I cannot wait to hear you. I would love to know how you're using these tips and how they're helping you, how they're making your life better because that's what it's all about. Make your life better so you can find your start and have that life of your dreams because I know it's possible. I love you.